Welcome to the Veritas Equipping Podcast, a podcast designed to provide insight, resources, and biblical wisdom. Our mission as Veritas Church is raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. Join us as we pursue Jesus to become mature disciples and effective disciple makers for God's glory. Hey Veritas, welcome to the Equipping Podcast. This is Michael along with Sam Anderson Yo. and Matt Hofert, one of our newest staff members. Hey guys. All right, so we are starting up a new podcast series today that we're calling God at Work, where we're giving kind of ministry updates from different departments, ministry departments in our church, so that you can get to know some of those people leading those departments, also get to know some of the things that we're looking forward to um, over the next year, some of the things that we've God's been doing over the course of the last year, and then so that you can more intentionally pray for us and and the ministries uh, that God has and all the stuff that God's doing. So um, we're going to jump into uh, adult discipleship, adult ministries. We've caught a lot of things over the years. We're going to do that in just a second, but because Matt's one of our newest staff members, we want to give you an opportunity uh, to hear more of his story, things going on in his life. Before we even jump into that, though, uh, one of the things we like to do is talk about the things we've been loving and learning lately. So, Sam, I'm going to start with you. So what's something you've been loving lately in life? Yeah, so this year we had uh, the great idea to do a summer bucket list uh, to be a little bit more intentional with some of the things that we're doing with our boys. Um, so it's and your been boys fun. are how old? Yep. So great question. I have a wife named Kirsten. Uh, she works at United Fire Group just around the corner here from church. And then we have a five-year-old Theo, three-year-old Trip, and a one-year-old Trace. So uh, it's been sweet that uh, so this last year our, our oldest was in preschool at Isaac Newton. And then our two youngers go to an in-home daycare on the southwest side of town. But this summer, they're all three together at the same in-home daycare. Um, so we have a lot of togetherness time, which is both good and bad. Um, but in in kind of having some uh, intentionality in how we spend summer, did a summer bucket list. So uh, my son, Theo, our oldest, is uh, very much like me in the rule following type A, has a checklist. So... Um, uh, yeah, just in the last couple of weeks, we camped out in the backyard. We went with, um, well, not with you because you weren't at the pool, but your wife and your kids met us at the pool. I was cutting my grass. That's fine. You got pizza for us. It was great. Um, uh, so went to the Marion pool. Uh, yeah, just a whole like slew of different things. So I've been loving all of the summer activities that we've been able to do as a family. How, so we're close to the end of July recording this. How many are left on the list? Uh, we are like probably have like 25 percent of the list left so maybe oh, like nice. maybe like five more things six more things on the list all so. right all right matt yeah. so you you're new nobody knows much about you uh, right now you're the mysterious matt hofert i yes. guess what's something that you've been loving in your life actually before we do that let's let's jump into tell us a little bit more about your family Yep. So I have a wife named emily been married for 16 and a half years high school sweethearts went to college together um, she played basketball at UNI and I was a biology chemistry major. So kind of, you know, interesting fact we have five kids. And so we have a 13 year old daughter, 11 year old son, nine year old daughter, seven year old daughter, five year old son. There you They're go. awesome. Yeah. A lot going on at your house yes. in life though. Yes. All right. So in the midst of all that, what is something that you've been loving lately? 
So no one paid me to say this. Uh, I've actually loved my new job so far. I love the team that I get to work with, the staff here, the people that I've met. It's just been a great experience so far. I'm on my fourth week as of right now. Also, we are enjoying the last few days in our house back home up north. And we have a really big yard. So I've been really enjoying playing baseball, uh, soccer, football, things like that with my kids. They're at a really fun age right now. That's great. All right. So um, now you in the midst of you're trying to move. You don't have a new house yet. Your house is under contract. Your current house is under contract. Yep. But you don't have anywhere to go. So anybody listening to this, I mean, this uh, this might come out a a month from now or something, but he may still be homeless and we probably should find him a place to live. But um, in the midst of that, maybe there's not a lot of extra things that you've been learning but maybe what's something God's teaching you or just in general, what, what are you learning? these? So days? super easy question to answer. God is teaching me patience. Mm. I mean, it was quite the process. I had probably a five page punch list of house activities and projects to do prior to listing. And I think uh, I wore my kids out, my wife out plowing through that list. And then also just kind of being up in the air as far as houses sold, not a place to live, had a couple of things fall through. And so just like dependence and patience for that whole process. Mm-hmm. And I need to be taught that a lot. There you go. All right, Sam, what about you? What have you been learning lately? Oh man. Um, I've been learning a lot more of what I don't know. I think last time I talked about some home improvement stuff and, um, well, that was more of the, the loving, uh, but learning, I would say, yeah, just in, um, Oh, well, this is, this is new since you've been here, Matt. So I, yeah, this is great. This just came to me. I'm really happy that I, I thought this out and, uh, have this really well planned out as you can <laughs> clearly tell. Uh, I have been, um, learning how to be a part of a team again on staff. So mm. had kind of exiled and was running. Well, I mean, I, I had a team with you and Jake. But Gosh, he doesn't even that, count us, man. Well, like, so me, like, oh yeah, I'm not on we the never, team except the one that you're. Yeah, like, but on, we Michael. didn't really like do fun things, or it was like, <laughs> oh, hey, God. we gotta have meetings. Okay, so this you, stuff so we gotta do. Like, I am I on your team, be, you but you're just boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think I, the first or second week on your new team, which is the better team, we went to an escape room. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. We never went to an escape room. That's the problem. That was the problem with the team that we had. We didn't ever go to an escape room. We went to so many thoughts running through my mind right now. It was great. It was such great team building. We never, we never built the team, so I, really, it, the team didn't exist. Gosh. So there you go. Me and Jake just got thrown completely <laughs> under the bus, just like that, and it was very legitimate because we were terrible leaders at no, times because you were by no, yourself. No, we did, we did a lot this last year with equipping and sending, and uh, a lot of that was because of both you and Jake and the leadership that you guys provide in that. No, area. You don't have to he's, say good. He's things. trying to dig out of a no, hole. He's trying to get very much. <laughs> Keep on digging. Leaders. Keep on digging. Just did yeah. No, we are, we are super thankful. Stuff. We are super thankful that Sam is actually on a real team now because we cannot count <laughs> Jake and me and Jake's team as a real team. No, I don't know what that was, but it wasn't a real team. So, all right. Um, Sam, I'm going to kind of put you on the bench for a second, not because of what you just said about me, but we want to hear more about, uh, more about you, Matt. This is a great opportunity for our, uh, listeners, which uh, probably are four. There's probably four of them. Like that's, that's it. Five, Um, maybe this week, possibly. Maybe five. Maybe five. You know, the last time we did this, I had somebody email me from Texas, this listen. I mean, we're almost worldwide when you get to Texas. That is incredible. I mean, that was one of four people that emailed me say they were listening. Yeah. So, but, um, I mean, that's amazing. 
Texas is listening to Cedar Veritas Cedar Rapids. Yes. I don't know what that man is doing with his time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other things you can you could do with your time than this. Pro- probably related to one of our staff members. That's <laughs> yeah, my guess. Totally. Maybe, maybe Morgan's family. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably so. All right. So let's get to know you yeah. a little bit more. So you told us a little bit about your family. Tell us something that you love about each one of your family members. Yeah. So I could talk about my wife for a long time. Uh, I think she's very beautiful. She's hey, good, woman. good answer. Yes. Good answer. Uh, she lives in the moment and likes to have fun and pushes people to be better. I mean, everyone who's around her just loves being around her. I think when we decided we were coming down here from Cedar Falls, people were sad that I, I was leaving. I think they were more sad that she was leaving. Uh, so I think she's going to be just a great uh, teammate to have down here in Cedar Rapids. I mean, just full disclosure here, Matt. We heard from multiple people saying, man, you're getting somebody great in Matt, but like... <laughs> You have no idea what you're yes. getting in his wife. Like, yes. so yeah, well, yep. you're, you're at least honest about it. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, my oldest daughter, Madison. So she's 13. I mean, she's just like, I would say she's steady and consistent. She doesn't get super high, doesn't get super low. She, if she was our first kid, which is why we have five. Cause we, we thought we'd have five like, like her. I mean, just an awesome kid. You thought you were uh, wonderful parents. Yeah. Oh there. my gosh. <laughs> After our first two, we're like, we, we just are killing this parent thing. Then we, then we had, had our third, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh, but no, Maddie is great. I mean, she's breathes life and the people who she's around. She's a great big sister, super solid. My son, Elliot, he's 11, call him T. Uh, when he was young, Maddie couldn't say Elliot, so she said LTT, which got shortened to T. So he's T. He's super fun-loving, likes to have a great time, likes sports, likes to fish. He's the kid who like tells you everything that's on his mind. And so there are some times where I'm like, I think he's told me 50 things today. Uh, but you, you never question what he's thinking because he's just an open book. But great kid, super fun to be around. Taylor is my middle child. She's nine. Uh, she is wonderful. Um, she's the only child that we like actually planned, you know, like, I think we should have a kid. And then along came Taylor, but she's fun. She's competitive. Uh, she's like a snuggler and I like that too. And so, uh, yeah, she's just, just a great kid. Love her. She does at times, um, cause some drama in our family. And so, uh, she adds some spice and some life to our household. Lila is my seven year old. She's kind of like our little free spirit. You'll often just see her like dancing or twirling in the corner or just kind of off in the yard doing she something gets it from by dad, herself. Right? Oh, oh yeah. The just same thing, all so. the time dancing in the, <laughs> the office. Yes. Twirler in the yes. Office. Yep. Daily. But she's also the kid who's probably the most social. And so there's not a stranger to her. I mean, the very first Sunday she was in Veritas kids just loved. It. I loved it. Met so many new people. And then Ethan is my five year old. We call him Bob. No real reason why other than we just call him that. Um, but he's fun. He loves sports. He, uh, he talks all the time also. And uh, so we just kind of have, depending on what kids are around or whatever, just lots of fun, lots of laughter, lots of conversation. And I truly, I think we're at a fun stage where our youngest child isn't in diapers anymore, doesn't have to take naps. And so we're, so we're just jealous. in a great- What is that? Great, I know. <laughs> it, it is. It, it is a complete- it, There was a time where we had five kids, seven and under. Oh. And we're just like, what in the heck are we doing? <laughs> and how did we get here? <laughs> and we still sometimes ask that. Uh, but generally speaking, we have a great time uh, with our family and That's got, got some great kids. Yep. Yeah, so great family. Kind of give Veritas uh, just an update, or maybe not an update, just kind of tell us your story. How, yeah, like, sure. Whether it's 
Where'd you grow up, and then how'd you meet the Lord, and how'd you end up in, at Veritas Cedar Rapids? Yeah, so I'll try to keep this quick. Uh, my wife and I grew up in Cedar Falls, so after 40 years living there, we are in the process of making the move down to Cedar Rapids. Um, but grew up in a church home. I think if you would have asked me at any point as a kid, as a junior high kid, high school kid, I would have said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian because I go to church and I do the right things. I mean, I've heard the gospel numerous times up to that point, but figured that didn't really apply to me because I did good stuff, right? I was a moral kid compared to some of my peers. And um, in high school, heard the gospel again. And for whatever reason, it actually made sense. It clicked. I was convicted of my sin. I realized that Christ went to the cross for me and not just people who were around me who I thought were worse than I was, you know? And so kind of obviously a huge game changer. Gave my life to Christ in high school. Um, my wife has a fairly similar story where one of her basketball coaches was super influential, um, open, you know, God's word, prayed Bible studies with her and gospel clicked for her as well. And so, uh, we got pretty heavily involved in college ministry when we were in college. I was actually a biology chemistry major. So kind of had plans on doing like genetic or medical research or something like that. Then my senior year Matt is the smartest one at the table right no, now. Yeah. I feel no. really dumb. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, uh, my senior year of college, my college pastor was like, you should go into like vocational ministry. And I was like, there's no way that I want to do that. Well, I did that and, uh, started doing college ministry and really enjoyed being around people, discipling people, opening God's word with people and just seeing God change hearts and lives. Um, fast forward a long time, the salt network planted Candeo church in Cedar Falls. So 2013, I think it was. I came on staff on 2015, so about seven years ago or so, and love the Salt Network, love the fact that we have a family of churches who believe in multiplication and preaching God's word and community and all those things. And actually, Jake reached out to me maybe six months ago or so. I was like, hey, can I call you about a potential job opening? And I'm like, yeah, sure. But had no desire to leave Cedar Falls. Nothing against Cedar Rapids. Uh, but it wasn't exactly an ideal destination city at the time, right? Um, but even just through meeting with Jake and his wife and Michael Yu and just some other staff and coming down here on a Sunday and just kind of seeing the authenticity and just the, the humility of the leaders and just meeting some people in the church and even talking to people who were either in Cedar Falls now, who used to be in Cedar Rapids or vice versa, just like, man, we loved the city and we loved Veritas. And I think over time, uh, my wife and I went from like maybe a one out of 10 to coming down here to I think we just got to a point where like, I think we need to do this. And we were both in alignment on the same page. And so here we are. There you go. Yeah. And we are super thankful uh, that you are here. Yeah, uh, you've been a blessing this first month. Maybe we don't know you that yeah. well. We still <laughs> think like, you're a blessing. No. I've, I've heard you guys say, Veritas to your people. Veritas will disappoint you. And I think I can say this, like, I, there, there will be a time at some point, probably soon, where you're like, yeah, oh, gosh, what the heck do we do? You'll fit in our culture really, really well. <laughs> yes. um, so, um, yeah, Matt's been a tremendous blessing even in this first month. And we're super thankful for Candeo. We have mm -hmm. a great relationship yeah. with those guys yep. up there. And uh, just grateful that they allowed us to talk to yeah. you. We called yeah. them first and said, can we please do this? And, and they were super gracious because yeah. they care about the kingdom. Right. And man, what a, what a blessing to have other churches close by that care about the same thing. Yeah, so for sure. super thankful for them. And so, uh, what, are, what, are, what's something you're excited about as you lean into this new role, start something, uh, at a new church, uh, in a new city that you haven't been in. I mean, you've been in the same place your whole life. 
and now you've moved, even though it's an hour away, it's still away. So what's something that you're excited about now? Yeah, I mean, I really do. I, I think this this role fits both my passion and my gifting. I'm excited to work with the team that I get to be a part of. I mean, just super solid people. They know not everyone at Veritas, but it seems like they know everybody. And I'm really just kind of on a long-term basis coming alongside and pastoring and discipling people and helping them uh, go from new life to faithful followers of Christ and then kind of investing in the lives of others too. And so you think about having a ton of connection groups and having uh, lots of very intentional equipping options and just the fact that on a Sunday morning we worship and preach God's word faithfully. I mean, just all those things are super alluring to my family and I, and we're excited to be a part of that. That's sweet. All right, so let's let's shift focus onto uh, the team that you get to lead now, Matt. And and Sam, jump back in here because uh, if we start talking about things that happened over the last year, obviously Matt has no clue because he wasn't here <laughs> over the yeah. last year, yep. and yeah. Sam wasn't on the team either. So nope. we'll have a we'll have a conversation that none of us know the answer Stuff to. Stuff happened. God yeah. was at work. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So. Um, what is for you can both answer this and if you need to like what's involved with adult ministries or adult discipleship ministries um what are the the components of that team yeah so there's groups right i mean connecting with others community there is gospel shepherding and so the gospel speaks into unbelievers and it also speaks into every situation you could think of and so coming alongside people and using god's word and the gospel to shepherd them no matter what their context situation is. And then there's also, say, on the equipping side. Yep. So with equipping, we uh, talk about just having different resources and contexts where we uh, take seriously the call to equip the saints for the work of the ministry to go to grow in our uh, maturity as followers of Jesus to be more intentionally uh, active in our, our pursuit of other people for the sake of the gospel. Yeah, and even under those under groups, we like with our connection groups. It's not just like oh, go do a connection group. Like we yeah. we train up leaders, we yeah. develop develop brand new leaders. Yeah. We help uh, onboard them into connection groups. We have an assimilation, assimilation. process that yep, involves um, starting point, which is a, a kind of a first time informational meeting. If you're just checking out Veritas onto a four-week class called Launch Point, where we're going to launch you into the life of the church and help you thrive at Veritas. So there's a lot of parts, mm-hmm. even there's three categories, but there's so much within those yes. three categories. Yep. There's people within gospel shepherding. If you have a, something going on in your life and you just need, um, some people might call it counseling, but we're just going to counsel with the Bible, not right. just yep. uh, other stuff. But in that, um, people come with a lot of hard things. So so Matt and Sam's team, they're dealing with a lot of hard issues. Some that aren't super hard, just pointing people and remind, reminding them of the gospel, but a lot of hard issues as well that they're dealing with. So super thankful for that team. All right, so on that team, um, since you guys weren't on the team over the course of the last year, right, what are some things that um, you are excited about the Lord doing over this next year, what are some focuses that you, some things that you're focused on over this next ministry year? Yeah, I'd say things that I'm excited about. And I was just telling Randall today, like all this stuff happened without me here. Um, yet I get to talk about it, right? <laughs> Which I don't know if that's, that's all right or not, but, uh, just the fact that even, uh, this Sunday, we're going to be commissioning so many more connection group leaders. So we're going to be, um, raising up and commissioning 22 new leader households, which amounts to 39 new leaders, which is going to equate to, we think, 14 new connection groups. 
Wow. Yeah. Which, which, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so you think about, we're going to have, I think, close to 60 connection groups as a church, and those are spread out all throughout Cedar Rapids and beyond. So that in and of itself, the fact that uh, we've raised up people who can help with that shepherding load. And you're right, like there are so many things going on in the lives of people, whether mm-hmm. it's celebrations, whether it's marriage, whether it's uh, new birth, or the other end of the spectrum, divorce and tragedy and things of that nature. And we have people who are super solid who get to help walk people through those things, which is just a huge blessing. Also just gospel shepherding, um, gospel pathways. That's something really cool that I'm still understanding, but even just reading some of the material and curriculum, I mean, that's going to be available for all of our people in the future where, whether they're going through a hard time or addiction or just trying to figure out like what their role and identity is. Like that's a way that they can take a class and be poured into and mentored and really see how the gospel speaks into their past, present, and future, and just awesome stuff. Have we have we really like un- unloaded that yet? No, that go, give a give a give a brief overview there if you want to, Sam. And like in the fact of like what gospel pathway yep. is, yeah. So um, previously we had um, been using a curriculum called Steps, and I think we went through like four or five different iterations of At that. Least, yeah. Um, and so uh, in the process of doing that, um, that that curriculum went away. Uh, because the the organization that was doing that um, decided that was something that they were no longer going to put time and effort and resources and make available. And so uh, we loved it a lot, and it really fit really well with our mission and vision and language um, that that was was really the the hopes was to take that kind of content and Mm -hmm. repackage it to have it be um, connected to a series, a uh, message series connected to, um, more of how we can tweak and fine tune it and make that customizable to us in our context here. Yeah. So yeah, that will be something that's this fall, uh, will be one of the classes that people will be able to take is gospel pathway. And one of the ways that we've described it in the past, whether steps or gospel pathway, it's really an intense discipleship mm-hmm. yeah. class yeah. Mm-hmm. where you have a mentor, and they're really digging into the depths of your mm-hmm. heart and life, and you're confessing sin, and somebody's walking alongside you as you confess sin. And we saw so much fruit in the steps class that when they pulled, said they were pulling it off the shelf, we were like, "Oh my goodness! Like this is this has been so fruitful and transformative yeah. for so many people in our church. What are we gonna do?" And we had an amazing team that just like, "Hey, what if we write our own <laughs> yeah, study and great. curriculum?" And it's amazing. Which, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but even in that, it was like the people that were leading and serving in that capacity, it's like a, f- a few staff members that were focused on that in a slew of people who had just been raised up oh, to totally. lead on a volunteer level and have been leading and shepherding others at a high capacity through steps and now looking towards uh, pouring into what Gospel Pathway will be and and going forward with that. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the wonderful things about this team that you guys are on is we probably, if we had the the finances, like we could probably have like 20 people on the team shepherding people constantly because there's that many shepherding needs, Mm -hmm. good, bad, ugly, right? But to know that you guys are intentionally equipping the saints for the works of service, man, that's that's what we want to do. That's why God's put us in positions of leadership, not so that we would do all the ministry, not that we're above doing the ministry. We want to serve and 
we'll do whatever we need to do. Yep. But we want to equip other people to do that. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that Gospel Pathway team, man, it's been such an encouragement to us to see so many volunteer leaders step into write content, edit content, and just create really a, an entire curriculum from scratch. It's right. been amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So um, anything else that you guys are focusing on over this yeah, next year? So those are the two areas. The other one's just equipping. And so all, all of, all of everything. So, yes. um, yeah, I think just coming, coming into this last year, uh, there prior to, prior to my role being created, there wasn't like equipping focus, so to speak. We had no it, idea what yeah, we were doing. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're still figuring <laughs> out, right? That constant, like, I remember back to the early days of Veritas, Jake continued to give the illustration that we're, uh, you know, we're flying a plane through the air while we're building it. So we're, like, already at cruising altitude, but we're also still trying to, like, install windows and stuff. So um, I don't know how that works. Uh, I think we're still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, like, how has how have the sidewalls not blown out, like, God's grace. Yeah. Yeah. Defies physics. Um, so yeah, there were a lot of, uh, things that were already, already happening, but to be able to have some intentional focus on, um, improving the resources that we put out and, um, and then kind of in this last year, taking what was fine tuning and like, kind of even for this podcast series to figure out like, Hey, like, how about we intentionally plan out some series to do? So we don't just have kind of like, we're not just constantly responding to like different things that are happening, whether it's in our church or uh, kind of in the culture, but to be more intentional and say like, here's like 10 things over the next year that we want to intentionally speak into. Let's do, you know, earlier this year, we started with the series on mission, uh, went through marriage, went through parenting and had multiple different episodes where we talked about different stuff like that. So, um, yeah, just fine tuning and tweaking and and being intentional and, um, trying to get better, uh, trying to do our best to provide quality content and resources, um, so that we're again, uh, providing those opportunities for our people to grow in their maturity. And, um, what, I mean, sometimes that's just putting books out or intentionality and, um, how we how we formatted and packaged the Bible reading plan. Sorry, we ran out this year. We learned that we need to order way more of the printed copies. That was my idea. It, hey, it, there's it, a PDF you, know, hey, you can still yeah. find. It was great. Online. It's there. Yeah, um, and some of that too is just like trying. Like we're not afraid to try new things, and if it doesn't go great, we'll adjust for next time. And uh, looking forward to this fall. Uh, one of the things that we're 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 excited about is we. Um, uh, are kind of combining some of the content from some of the classes that we've offered in the past. And we're going to do a, an intensive Saturday morning equipping conference. Um, so more information to follow on that. Actually, I think by the time this comes out, you'll probably, it'll coincide perfectly with Just all give that the details. date right now. It's great. Uh, September 24th. September 24th. Yep. yep. Correct. So Saturday morning, Saturday morning, September 24th, um, sign up. It's going to be great. Uh, we're really pushing a lot of like, we're talking about, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a great time of just like having uh, open door, our people come in, be equipped. We're going to talk about being an everyday missionary. We're going to talk about what it means to be a mature disciple. So yeah, there's going to be yeah, some food. Uh, we're going to have a dessert battle. Uh, there's a t-shirt that's dessert involved. Dessert battle. I don't, yeah, I've not even heard this. Battle. Does that mean we yeah, throw yeah, yeah. food at each other? No, not a food fight. Oh, like okay. a, like a dessert competition. I'm disappointed now. Yeah. Kind of a dessert potluck. 
So, which, which could turn into a yeah. Yeah. Jake, like Jake had the idea of a chili cook-off, but we literally do not have enough breakers in the building. Like, we pop breakers when, like, we have, like, six crock pots. <laughs> what going. is wrong with us? That's all right. It's going to be great. But anyways, equipping conference is going to be great. So we're trying that out. Um, and our hopes, too, is not just to, like, get a bunch of people here and, and have a, a, a huge gathering and a cool event and something to do, but it's we believe in our mission. We intentionally want to help people mature as disciples of Jesus to learn how to be more effective as an everyday missionary so that they're not feeling this call to like, I have to make these 85 changes before I can be more intentional and, and reach out to the people that God is calling me to with the gospel. It's like, you're already in a place, you already have people around you, you might need to tweak some things or your attitudes or have be better equipped to do so or have more intentionality in how you go about that. But Every single, every single person that attends here on Sundays or that's, that, that's connected at Veritas um, has a mission field um, to glorify God, and it's their life. It might be at home with their kids they're raising. It might be at their workplace. It might be at their kids' sporting events. Um, but we are all called to be everyday missionaries, and we would do that for God's glory. Yeah. So we want to do that with the equipping conference. So sure. that, there's a lot going on with equipping. Um, and, again, just excited to be on a team and to actually have a, re- a real I'm, team. I'm honestly, it's, I'm excited for Matt. I'm really excited that I get to have uh, Randall on my team because she is a coordinator extraordinaire and to have some coordinating power behind that, some administrative ability. That's not just me with my spreadsheets will be. Great. Yeah, for sure. So Randall's also, t- sorry, I- Randall's awesome. Randall made this huge binder for Matt and like, I'm pretty sure Matt's already talking the talk and walking the walk because Randall provided him with all the yes. resources. Shout out Most to Randall. Place. Shout yeah. out to Randall. You're, you've done a great job helping us all be way, way better. Yes. All right. So uh, to finish up here, guys, let's talk through how can our church be praying uh, for your team specifically? Yeah, I mean, I think shepherding people and making disciples is a never-ending task. It's not like we fast-forward five years and that's done, right? And so... I really do think you can be praying for these new group of leaders and just our connection group leaders in general, um, that God would just give them the wisdom and the discernment and the patience and just the desire to pour into people and also that they would get poured into as well. Um, I think of the equipping conference, I think that's a big deal. And I think the more people we can get here to be equipped to go make disciples and to go be everyday missionaries, the more impact that that's going to have in the Cedar Rapids area and beyond. Um, I also really just think of this gospel pathway and in how over the course of time, how impactful that can be. Obviously we got to cap our classes at certain numbers just because of people and mentors and everything. But I think if you fast forward five or 10 years, that truly is something that can radically transform a church body. And so I'm really looking forward to that. So I would just pray for impact in that class and also for mentors and, and really just to get the right people going through that, that need to be going through that. Yeah. A lot going on, a lot that we need God's help with. Yes. Um, every bit of it we need God's help yes. with. And so, Sam, Matt, super thankful for you guys. And Veritas, I um, just look forward to what the Lord's going to do over this course of this next year. And uh, look forward to even over the next few podcasts here as you hear from other department directors and ministry directors as they talk about all that we're encouraged that the Lord is doing in our body. It is a, a super, super sweet thing and the lord's been very gracious to us look forward to uh 
being back with you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Veritas Equipping Podcast. If you have any questions you would like us to address or ideas on how we can serve you better, please reach out to us by email at info at veritascr.church and put podcast in the subject line.